Hey, welcome. This is Ryan of Happy Healthy Vegan. Thanks for joining, guys, for my um, my new uh, mode of live streams here, where I can get guests on board and discuss all things vegan. And my guest this week, this this episode at least, I'm doing more than one a week now. You guys know, is Tino from the Bananiac YouTube channel. And 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 Tino and I go way back. We met back in 2013. We'll talk a little bit about that. But Tino, why don't you introduce yourself? Tell a little bit more than I just said there, like what you do, your your background, and yeah, let them know who Tino of Bananiac is. For sure, yeah. Thanks for having me on, man. Um, so my name's Tino. I'm known as Bananiac on the interwebs, and I have a YouTube channel called Bananiac. Um, I'm a nutritionist. Outside of that, um, I'm also vegan. I'm actually going to be vegan for eight years on the fifteenth, so just next week, and I'm super excited about it. Uh, and just, uh, I don't know, besides that, like I'm into music, I'm into art and creating and um, just, uh, you know, being, being a goofy, goofy dude, you know? <laughs> so we are pretty um, similar, I guess, you know, we, we have a lot of common there, but I want to get to your, your background in nutrition because, you know, a lot of um, us vegan YouTubers are, you know, we're interested in nutrition. We've read lots of um, studies, seen lots of like, say, nutritionfacts.org videos, but you're one of the few that actually took it seriously. You went to college and you have a degree in, was it nutrition or dietetics? So why don't you tell people about that? And probably what a lot of people are wondering, how the hell do you go through a program in nutrition in a university here in the United States as a vegan? It must be really frustrating because I know that the meat and dairy industry fund a lot of nutritional education. Am I right? Oh, absolutely. So I went, uh, let, let me backtrack. So I went vegan in 2012. I watched a documentary called Forks Over Knives, which I'm sure a lot of people in this stream have seen. Um, it's no surprise, but if you haven't, it's a great documentary and really opened my eyes to just, you know, the power of plant-based nutrition, what it can really do for the prevention and treatment of chronic disease, which at 21 years old, I didn't really care that much about it. But, um, you know, I was seeing like <clears throat> my grandparents, um, family members just go through really horrible things because of their health. They were suffering. So I thought that maybe if I followed in their footsteps, you know, knowing that I have the same genetic code as them, that I would follow that uh, the same path and, and lead to the same consequences. So I decided to change my diet. I went vegan. Um, and never looked back, man. Um, I, I adopted this first for the health reasons and then I did it for ethical reasons after watching another documentary called Earthlings and, um, you know, been super stoked about it since I've been wanting to get the word out since. So I decided to not only make a YouTube channel, but also to degree-wise, because I was in school, I was an astronomy major, believe oh, wow. it or not. That was something uh, I was extremely seriously considering majoring in, too. I, I had no idea. A lot of people in the comments know, too, that, um, yeah, we're going to um, pause between, like, me, me and Tino discussing and just take some pause time out for you guys to ask questions. So right now, since we're talking about, like, yeah, you know, vegan, studying nutrition, so start thinking about any questions you might have for Tino, or even me, about, yeah, studying nutrition as a vegan. So, yeah, so you switched, you pivoted over to nutrition. So yeah, what's it like taking courses where I'm sure your many of your teachers were not all that um, positive about eating no meat or dairy or eggs or anything like that? How did that go? 
And, 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 and yeah, also for the sure. science, I mean, too. I'm sure you must have thrown some science at them. How did that go? So what were their biases like and how did they react to science? Yeah, uh, so it was frustrating at first because, you know, when you first go vegan, you're like militant AF, <laughs> yeah. right? Like that's like when you're so passionate <laughs> and so stoked about it. Like you don't want to take any. So, um, yeah, it was hard in the beginning. The, it was the hardest. Um, just like, you know, telling you that you need meat for protein. Um, Your teachers very, were saying that you need to have animal products, specifically meat or something. I mean, there were a few there were a few professors that admitted that you can be healthy eating a plant based diet. But there were some that would advise being not being vegan, that they themselves experience like vegans being unhealthy and like all this stuff and you know, just, did you point to them the official position as they were known then as the american dietetics association the largest group of health professionals yeah. in, the, in the in the country and yeah. they say yeah it's perfectly fine and healthy and adequate and prevents disease what what do your yeah. teachers think of their position and again i want to point out their position wasn't just something they reasoned on an armchair is based upon reviewing the scientific literature they came to that conclusion so what your professors think of that mm -hmm. yeah for sure so and the academy of nutrition and dietetics is who credited us in the first place oh. so a lot of my professors they didn't even know about this paper coming from the same organization <laughs> that hands us down our degrees Whoa. so i show them that and you know some like were wow like you know i've never seen this info before very interesting and others we're like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Like, you know, that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> it was really remarkable, like how much bias was in these people's like, just wait, live, like wait, existence. You know what I right mean? There. So they know who these this institution is. It credits your whole program there, and they're saying, oh. Who cares if they, this group that we trust and respect um, reviewed dozens if not hundreds of, of scientific papers, let's just dismiss that as like non nonsense? Like what, how can, how, how can a scientist say that? How can a scientist just reject, reject that without some kind yeah. of rebuttal of science rather than just personal opinion? Yeah, it's nuts. Uh, I remember I had one professor who was super into animal studies. And so he had that bias, like he was uh, totally against that. And he knew like, you know, vegans were against using all animal products, especially for animal testing as well. So I think he, he really had a thing against vegans. And I remember one time, um, so I, I went to University of Maryland, right? It's right by DC and we've, um, it was so cool. Like I'm getting goosebumps, man. Like we, um, the University of Maryland collaborated with PCRM in my senior year. No, was it my senior year? I think it might have been my junior, um, where I could attend one of the conferences PCRM was having through University of Maryland for That's free. Physicians for and so Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine. Doctor Bernard is he like their yeah. president or? Uh huh. Yep. Yep. Okay. You got it right. Yep. So. Uh, basically we got to attend for free. So there was this blast email, you know, asking everyone, is anyone interested? I was of course the first person <laughs> to reply. Course. My friend Lee replied uh, very quick too, which side note, I don't want to like deter from your question too much, but, um, I went to college with my friend Lee, who is now a dietitian for PCRM. Talk about a small world. We were in the same classroom wow. and we're going around the room and, um, you know, our professor told us to introduce ourselves and what specifically about nutrition were um you know interested yeah. in and um i think 
I forget who went first, but basically like one of us was like, yeah, you know, uh, I'm into uh, plant-based nutrition and uh, I'm interested in the benefits that it has for chronic, uh, you know, prevention for chronic yeah. disease and something along mm -hmm. the lines of that. And like when we both shared <laughs> that, we looked at each other, we're like, oh my God, we became like best friends. Um, like, you know, we would study together and like, you know, chat between classes about like all this nonsense. So um, anyway, we both ended up going to that conference for free. But let me go back to the okay. main topic. So, okay. So that blast email is sent out. Does anybody want to attend this conference for free? We reply. Um, then that professor that I was telling you about who is against animal. Well, who he is, loves animals who test. is for animal. <laughs> yeah. Animal testing. Mm -hmm. Right. That professor. He's like, oh, do not listen to anything that this organization has to because, say. Like he replied this to everyone. Well, that's what I, I replied back. And I was like, um, you know, professor, whatever. Like, could you elaborate a yes. little bit more? I'm really interested to learn more about this organization, not knowing that I was volunteering yeah. for them in a super big fan. I was just like, just them. a general statement. <laughs> right, right. And then he replies back to my director, not even to me. He's like... Uh, one of your students, Tino, is uh, asking about this organization and blah, blah, blah. So he never got back to me. But you could just show, like, there's, like, some fishy stuff going on, pun intended. Uh, and it's just ridiculous, I man. Mean, first, um, let me just kind of, of elaborate, just pause right there on what you said. Because, okay, let's, let's say that professor of yours is, like, pro-animal testing. That's his passion in life. Let's even, let's, let's go that far. Okay, so we have the uh, PCRM. Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine, and they're all about plant-based diets and how they're beneficial for health, and there's tons of science that they have to back up their claims and positions. Okay, so what does that have to do with animal testing? They're about improving people's health through eating plants. So say your professor was um, butthurt that um, you know they might be against animal testing. I've never seen the PCRM make a position statement about animal testing before, that I can think of. Why did he connect the two like that? Animal testing and the they're, they're, the um, you know Dr. Bernard's message of eating plants for health they th it's not the yeah. same thing I mean I, I do know that PCRM is against okay. animal I testing they were. but I get yeah. it no I, I get what you're saying though it's like okay let's put that aside like let's talk about the health well this is the same guy who is also promoting uh, ketosis diet like a keto diet and saying well, that it was healthy. It, it and might this was be if you have like some um, incurable epilepsy, perhaps, right? But for like normal, healthy oh, yeah. people, where's the. Yeah, that's basically yeah, that's basically what he was promoting is like, oh, it's so good for weight loss, like don't eat carbs. And this, he was the same, he was my biochem teacher. You know, we went through glycolysis. So your biochem and, and, teacher uh, thought that eating carbohydrates, a whole macronutrient food group, was somehow inherently unhealthy will, and will give us disease and or shorten our lives? Did he really believe that? And what's, did he show you his science that he's making this these claims from? I mean, I don't remember exactly what he went through, but we definitely went through like all the different like nerdy mechanisms of like, you know, how your body um, generates ketones, how your body breaks down sugar. We went through all of that uh -huh. at the time. And, uh, you know, I'm not, I'll be honest with you. I'm not a big, Bio like, chem. refined, <laughs> yeah. Down, yeah, like, down to that level. Like, it's just my brain doesn't process Mine things like neither, that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, it, it is what it is. Like, um, he showed us all the mechanisms. I personally don't really care because it's a holistic system. Like, mm -hmm. our body's not, like, one little piece. Like, it's, like, everything's working together. Yeah, it's too and, reductionistic. Um, as Dr. Campbell 
Yeah, as Dr. Campbell says, it's a symphony of nutrients working together to create an orchestra, mm-hmm. right? So that's um, it was it was nuts. It was definitely it took a lot of willpower to make it through that. Yeah, I, I commend you for not getting <laughs> expelled yeah. or anything like that. <laughs> It'd be hard yeah. for a lot of yeah. us who are very passionate about um, veganism and animal rights and the helpful benefits of plant-based diets. And they hear such nonsense coming from someone who's trying to educate us and you know yeah. and, and, and trying to engage them in some kind of like scientific discussion and them seeming to like just skirt yeah. around it, which is really frustrating. I thought the these are people of science yeah for sure i mean i think the support group that i had during my years in dietetic school that really helped man Um, my friend lee and then some other girls that were in there like we would all like group together walk you know together between classes like talk about what we learned about um, stuff that we know about the benefits of plant-based nutrition like we had a solid group and I was so fortunate because of that. I can't imagine if I went there literally wow. alone and didn't have people to You'd connect with. Like, I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I really would. And I probably would get expelled. <laughs> so they kept me grounded. That's probably for sure. what kept you from getting expelled is having your, your friends, your support group. Yeah. And then just knowing, um, you know, a YouTube community as well. Because I yeah, I remember when I let's go, go back to when we met, because I remember when I met you, you were embarking on this educational path. Um, yeah, we were I think we both got our YouTube starts in 2013. And we met up at the Woodstock Fruit Festival in late summer. And um, let's yeah. just t- tell people about that. A lot of people probably haven't heard much about, you know, how, how those early days <laughs> of veganism on YouTube. And it was kind of a weird scene because it was based around like, like raw veganism and fruitarianism and all that stuff and yeah and like the woodstock fruit festival is like you're supposed to like like you know it's a seven day thing six or seven days and you're supposed to be eating only their food which is all like you know like basically um you know fruits and and salad basically that was really all they they had is fruit and salad (laughs) actually way more salad i've I've, people's probably seen my videos where i complained about the lack of fruit like like literally i like remember one day they were handing out blueberries like with a thimble like here's your three blueberries that you paid 1200 bucks to attend this festival all you can eat for Uh, most days i didn't even have bananas and the days i did it was usually a small amount i was that was one of the hungriest weeks of my life because of the, the lack of food there which to me you know kind of showed how um it's really difficult to to maintain a hundred percent raw diet even a, a, these experts couldn't have ripe fruit available every meal every day which is what i tell people is one of the difficulties but how raw were you when you attended that for angie now we had actually been raw a bit before that and by the time we attended there we were already you know um eating you know like potatoes, rice, you know, steamed vegetables, stuff like that. So, um, but we're still pretty used to raw. Um, but I imagine for some people, it probably was really difficult if you've ever done that before. Where, where were you on that raw spectrum at the time? Yeah, uh, I, th- I did it for like maybe a month, if that. Um, and, you know, it was... It was tough. It was a nice challenge, like knowing like I could do it. And it was something new at the time. I've never heard of like anyone that was just eating raw besides the people that were promoting it, of course. And like I learned about it. But like before then, I didn't know like that was a thing. So um, I tried it out. You know, I remember like doing 30 bananas a day in one day. Uh, I remember eating like 16 oranges in one (laughs) sitting. It was nuts. It was nuts. I mean, it was 
fun. You know, it's like something cool to try and it's relatively safe. Um, it's not like I was going on a ketosis diet, but, um, you know, like it, it was tough to get all the calories mm-hmm. that I needed, especially being yes. active. Like I was just getting into cycling at the time too. And cycling, you burn a lot oh, yeah. of calories. So <laughs> just doing it off of fruit alone, uh, or even like raw vegetables, it's impossible. Well, I don't want to say impossible, but it's, it was really difficult for me in my experience. And so when I went to the festival, um, I wasn't raw. Uh, I was still eating like, you know, cooked food, like, like, uh, starches and beans and things like that. Really, really healthy foods in my yeah. opinion. Um, I wasn't a hundred percent raw, but it was still a cool experience. I got to meet cool people like yourself oh, yeah. and other YouTubers and like, I don't know, people in the community, like I'm sure people in the live stream, like still recognize to this day. Um, so it was a really cool experience. It was uh, a lot of fun, like going on the hikes or like, um, what, what did we do? We went on that bike rides, uh, I, I just chilling. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, um, yeah, I do remember like, I do remember when I attended, especially with the stuff that they had available, it was a little bit tough to sort of get enough calories to, to, you know, be energized throughout the whole day to go on like a huge mm-hmm. run or something Every like day that. We're doing so all that stuff. I want to address a couple comments here. I see Laura Mosley, one of our longtime viewers. And I saw in a video I put out today, how just to go off track a tiny bit, how I, I was pretty sure I had um, COVID-19 judging by the symptoms I had in late February, early March. And Laura said her husband had something similar and is getting an antibody test, which is something I'm super interested in doing. So yeah, Laura, please let me know when your husband gets it and how I can could go about getting it because I'm very curious about that. Okay, back to, and thanks for your super chat tip too there, Laura. Trini Vegan made a comment where it's kind of half right, but I'll, I'll correct it all for you. Trini Vegan said, I remember when Duran Ryder brought their own rice and a pot, I think. No, that was me and Angie who infamously made a video about how it was like the, like, like towards the end of the, 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 the week at, at Woodstock. I think it was like, it's a seven day fest. It's like on day five or something like that. We were just finally, F it. I'm, we're so frustrated how every day we keep going back hoping there'll be ripe mangoes, ripe bananas, and we're just hungry as F. And they just keep giving us yeah. salad all the time. They like, no, F this salad. There's like 50 calories in this salad. I can't live off this salad. So, yeah, so fortunately, yeah, yeah. Angie doesn't... We kind of have control issues being our own persons. You know, we work for ourselves. We are our own... You know, we're used to controlling a lot of things, particularly how we eat. And Angie don't want to be completely at their whim. So she threw in a small bag of rice into our, our luggage. And we didn't stay at Woodstock. We stayed like uh, three quarters of a mile down the road and, you know, some motel. I don't know, like a cabin or something like that. And they happened. Oh, were you guys off campus? Yeah, we're, we're, I didn't we're even totally off. Yeah. So we like walked or rode wow. a bike there every morning. And the when we checked in, they said they had uh, rice pots. Like, we'll take that because we brought a bag of rice. What a coincidence. So um, finally, yeah, one. One day, one day we were just so frustrated at dinner time. There's nothing. We said, "Screw it. We're this is grab some supplies here. We got some salad, some avocados. Brought it back and made basically like um, one of the dishes in our Angie's book. Keep it carbing. It's a rice bean dish. No, not just a rice and veggies dish. And um, now, once the um, Woodstock founders learned learned about this a little bit later, they were furious. It's like, hey, we did this on our our own time off campus. You know, you have no right, right. to like it. You get all but her and accuse of and, and right. they threatened to ban us for the fall forever because of that it's like wow how dogmatic how fascist i mean we were just doing that because you didn't have enough food for us to 
to do what we needed to do to survive and thrive there. So we were just doing what we needed to do to feed ourselves. How how horrible of, of people are you guys telling us that we should we or we, yeah. we must force ourselves to stay raw and starve. So anyway, yeah, we ate that food and I felt good because I knew the next day it was gonna. Yeah, it was like remember how on the second to last day there was like a um. A, a running challenge like a marathon through the woods there did you do that that big loop? oh yeah yeah i did right i remember it i didn't do it i i was doing some like other activity but you did that well, i i wanted to make sure i had enough energy i don't want to go in there under carbed and like you know pass out or anything like that so i ate a bunch i, I right. yeah scarfed up on that rice the night before and um yeah i did the run unfortunately i have um horrible running shoes for running through um technical terrain like that and i i hit some wet creek area and twisted my ankle like in the first mile or something like that oh, yeah geez. so that, that got me quit me out no yeah. fun <laughs> <laughs> yeah gosh yeah all the the drama and i don't even like want to talk about it man it's just so petty and like it was so sad that all the drama that came out of that yeah um you know, I totally understand like respecting the festival for what it is. You would you wouldn't want to bring cooked food on there, you know, like respect it for what it is. But you guys were off campus, like in a hotel and privacy, like doing your own thing, like eating rice, and you know we what I mean? Five days. We gave them the benefit of the doubt. Every time going there, optimistic that it's gonna be different today and every day was the same thing. It's like, yeah. okay, no, I'm hungry. Yeah, it was a week <laughs> It was a week long festival, right. Yeah. So it's not like we were there for like just the days. If people are getting the wrong impression, it was like a whole week you spent the night. I, I spent the night there in the cabin. Um, but yeah, it was like a whole week and full of activities and all you ate was fruit and vegetable. And I knew that going into it. Like I was like, ah, a week I could, I could last for it. But it's tough when you include like activity on top of it. Now, there are people I think that could do it, right? Like, like Michael Arnstein who put on the event like super fit guy he's done the spartathlon mm -hmm. um he's done a bunch of like huge events like very athletic yeah, guy not to take like, anything to away honest. from his athletic accomplishments yeah and um i, I you know i I've, I've lost touch with the guy but um last i remember he was 100 percent raw and and was working for him um so you know it, it you can make it work but it does take a lot of work because it's not just about buying the fruit. It's about buying enough fruit. Then it's about storing the fruit. It's about making sure the fruit is ripe. Or not too ripe. You know, There's a lot, lot of things, things can, that you have to do. Yeah, not too ripe. Making sure your food's not spoiling so you're not, like, losing out on money. It's – and if you got a family, I mean – Fruit, fruit's not the cheapest food on the no, market. It definitely isn't. No, we did the whole thing. We knew how it would. It's it becomes your life in the sense of all those things you described there that, that take a lot of time. You know, it's so much easier to buy some, you know, um, bag of rice and potatoes, and and they, they don't go bad that quickly. Your, your veggies are in the fridge, so you don't have to worry about them. You don't have to worry about food all the time when you're raw. It's a lot, a lot more work to make sure everything's cool. And um, I see some yeah, people sure. like well saying, well, someone else can do it. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, we're not saying it's not doable. Someone says like Mark Tassie does oh, yeah. and raw. Yeah, cool. We're not saying it's not doable, but yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's a lifestyle that many people simply just don't want to commit to time-wise, effort-wise, or, or you just can't do it. They have families, jobs. It's just not practical for some. Yeah. yeah, I don't want to take away. I mean, I know plenty of people that do it, and I've got no problem with them. I'm friends with them. Um, 
you know, if it works for them, I, I don't care. Like, I mean, my biggest passion is to get people healthy and to get them to go vegan, you know, to help them realize that eating a plant-based diet is good for them, the animals, yeah. the planet, um, whether you eat, you know, whether you eat like potatoes, rice, corn, whether you eat just fruit and vegetables, whether you eat like Beyond Burger once a week, like I, I honestly don't care as long as like the big picture is there. You know, you're watching what you're eating. You know, you, you you care about the animals and the environment, or at least you don't like do anything harmful mm -hmm. to them. Like, I'm, I, you know what I mean? Like, I it's just, it, it's just like, yeah. Who who cares who's That's wrong and who's not? Um, I mean, I really, I say this with all sincerity, as as, as radical as it may sound. I, I just, I'm vegan. I, I got into vegan because of an, the animals, and it's still the number one priority for me even though i'm equally as passionate about the environment and, and our health but i always tell people hey if you're vegan and you're raw cool if you're vegan and junk food vegan cool maybe not the best way to be vegan but right. awesome i'm happy you know <laughs> it doesn't matter right. to me right <laughs> yeah exactly it's like what you put in your body it's completely your choice um but unfortunately it's not the animal's yes. choice to be you know on your plate so some, you know and that's that's so some, that's up to you so like see, some people yeah. take that to mean that I, I i think raw is bad that i'm against raw it's like no i'm i'm glad you're not eating animals even though you might may or may not be approaching raw from a ethical standpoint i really don't care animals don't care that if you're ethical or not they don't give a crap they don't even maybe understand ethics They're right glad to not be eaten <laughs> Right. I mean, there's people that refuse to call themselves vegan, but by definition, they are. So I'm like, I could care less if you want to call yourself vegan, if you want to call yourself plant based. But, dude, you're doing the lifestyle. So that's yeah. what matters. Yeah, I would you say know? that too. I don't care what you call it. They don't like the term vegan. Cool. Don't call yourself vegan. Call yourself Z-Box 7. It doesn't matter. As long as the animals aren't <laughs> getting eaten, they don't care what you call yourself. Just don't eat the animals. Right. <laughs> <laughs> for sure yeah but i mean there's all you know the the health benefits like from my perspective of like what i do it's like insane that you can reverse the leading cause of death in the world you know heart oh, disease cancer you any of your you professors back at nutrition school how you can actually not only prevent but you can actually reverse heart disease progression of, of atherosclerosis of clogged arteries and there's photographic yeah. evidence that that proves this and there's no other diet in the world that has such evidence have you shown this to your teachers and if so what did they say it's like talking to a wall <laughs> they don't man. think it's they a big deal it's the leading much. cause of death number one and they just all blase and flippant about it they they didn't believe me. I was didn't just believe some you? young, stupid, like twenty one year old, you know, you could student just, you just in their print eyes. Out the like, paper for them and here, here it is, you know. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's you know, money obligations like that I suspected that professor of like, yeah, you got a lot at stake if you're testing animals, you know, if that's how you're making your living. Um, so that's a bias. I didn't know if it was like you know, like you, you learn a certain way and you tend to respect all of, you know, the time that you invested in your education. So I didn't know if it was people that were didn't want to budge because of that. I didn't know if it was people that were just completely misinformed or ignorant. I, I don't know what it is, but um, I didn't really find um, the only, okay, dude, the only person that sort of listened to me and I really wanted to interview him um, was my, what was he? He was a biology professor and uh, he, 
I think he was a cardiologist oh. outside of that, but then he went to teach um, biology. So I was like, oh, cardiologist. Okay, I'm going to talk to this guy yes. about heart disease. So I went up to him and I um, mentioned Dr. Esselstyn, Dr. Ornish. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, we've known about this for years. <laughs> I'm like, what? what? You know about this? Awesome. Like, would you be down to like, talk to me about this? He wasn't vegan. And like, like he acknowledged that like what I was saying was correct. He's like, but I don't think it's going to work for everybody. It's like, okay, but I'm it's like, just, you know, but I really wanted to talk to him. It just didn't end up working out. He retired like after my, I was the last like student in his class, like in that, in that class, like we were the last one. So like, he just I retired hate that, after the, that. That excuse like, as, that doctors will give about like offering a vegan diet as a, a treatment option for their disease, and it, it wouldn't work for everyone. Well, at least let people know. Just don't censor that option because you're afraid that some people reject right. it. Some people will go, ah, fooey, and others might say, hey, if that's the difference between me spending time with my grandson or not, give me the plans. You know, let them, let the patient, let yeah. the person make that decision. Don't make it for them. Purpose Not Pills asked a really good question. Mm -hmm. What did you say there? Were your professors healthy? Well, you might not know if they're healthy, but could you tell that they seem to appear to not have like, you know, major like preconditions for a disease as far as you could tell? How, how were these resistant professors uh, in your opinion yeah i mean like you know like i don't, I don't want to be rude or derogatory or anything but a lot of them were overweight um and these are like people teaching nutrition biology uh biochemistry um it is what it is uh you know i'm not gonna like yeah. hate on anyone for that if, yeah if they were but yeah. uh yeah, and I don't know about like any like you know health problems. I you know they would never uh -huh. mention that. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, who knows? I, I think a lot of people like would benefit from it. Um, I just wish they were more open minded about it. Also, um, I'm getting like all these flashbacks <laughs> as we're talking about this. Like I don't talk about this yeah. stuff anymore. Um, so I remember in one of my lectures, this was one of my first nutrition courses. I was sitting in there and I was getting goosebumps because one of the professors was literally like repeating Dr. McDougall up there, how all the long successful uh, civilizations, you know, in the past have grown up, you know, have gotten to where they are today f by eating mm -hmm. starches. And he went through the different parts of the world, talked about what starches this part of the world ate and what this part of the world ate. And I, it was like listening to Dr. McDougall. And then, of course, he transitioned into all, all the other most commonly known BS, like, you know, eating meat and all this stuff. And, like, I don't think it really clicked. I think it was just, like, a little part of his presentation. But I, I really enjoyed it. And, um, you know, I, I went to talk to him about it. He didn't really know Dr. McDougall. Oh, wow. Surprisingly. But he's saying the same thing. <laughs> I, thought, I, I thought he was saying the same thing. Yeah. So, interesting. But... Oh, yeah. <laughs> other stuff we haven't talked about. We haven't talked about raw stuff too much. Um, I know a lot of the Woodstock people and the raw people started hating on me because, um, again, I've never like said, hey, if you're raw, you're a bad person or your diet sucks butt or anything. Like, I've never made any claims like that. I've made videos oh, yeah. debunking or showing the, the lack of scientific evidence for some of the more extreme claims that, 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 uh, that come from the raw leader, such as like cooked food is an addiction and I know raw people who will swear up and down how cooked food is addicting sure. yet once I've we've covered uh, covered like what is addiction and does cooked food yeah, fit that description what do you think of cooked food being um, addicting 
I mean, it. yeah, it's like, what do you consider an addiction? Like, I like I, I've been playing guitar a lot in the past couple of days for being quarantined. Does that mean I'm becoming more addicted to playing guitar? I don't know. Um, you know, there's like I think it's it's hard. I think um, addiction can cause withdrawal. Like, you know, one thing I learned about with this whole coronavirus thing, it's so interesting, man. Like, and, and people may laugh at like me learning about this, but I, I haven't. I stopped drinking when I was 21, so forgive me. But, um, you know, it's like, why are alcohol stores open and why are they, like, delivering during this crisis? Like, why are they making such a big deal out of, like, promoting, oh, you know, we can deliver you alcohol during this crisis. Like, don't worry, we got you covered. Well, somebody pointed out, well, yeah, that's because, like, if they're an alcoholic, they can go into withdrawal and get like Mm -hmm. a lot of trouble it's like oh wow i didn't even think about that so like the poison is like medicine in a way for for some of these people and like they actually have to drink like a little bit to like slowly wean themselves off that's the definition of addiction physical dependency and once you no longer have that substance that you're physically dependent on there are withdrawal symptoms and i've never heard of like potatoes or steamed broccoli or legumes (laughs) producing um withdrawal symptoms or a physical dependency or any of the sort it's just a food we eat because it's good it's feeling it it's just a food we eat doesn't mean it's addicting yeah i mean i, I could stop eating yeah, yeah, I mean, for months and i'll be fine you know no, i'm not maybe my health will deteriorate slightly perhaps but it's not like i'm gonna be like going and breaking into my neighbor's house and trying to look through their pantries right i mean none of us are arguing about the benefits that fruits and vegetables have they're like the most important food like I would say even more important than potatoes and like you can live off of just fruits and vegetables. Okay. You can like, they have like essentially every vitamin and mineral, but supplementing, it's not even supplementing, like having a starch based diet that includes fruits and vegetables is also important because they provide you with a bulk of your energy. Mm -hmm. Like I said before, like you would have to eat so much fruit to sustain your activity like if like for example if you want to like ride your bike right and i'm not saying like i'm like you know there's no cyclists out there that eat a raw diet there are but it's it's like they have to eat a lot more fruit to sustain that now if you're living a busy lifestyle and you know you're like working and like burning through a lot of calories and stuff eating a starch-based diet is going to give you more calories if you're trying to put on more muscle, and again, I'm not saying like people yeah. can't build muscle, fruits and vegetables. My friend, uh, Mike Vlasity, you know, um, I met him back in uh, Woodstock Fruit Festival too. And he was, you know, building good muscle on a uh, raw vegan diet. I'm not saying you can't do it. I'm saying it's a little bit harder. And it's also like, I mean, you can get more protein by eating beans, right? And you can grow your uh build muscle uh, easier if you do that and there's no harmful effects by eating these foods like they argue like it's addicting okay let's say it's addicting all right what what are the negative effects like what's going to happen to me if i eat potatoes i'm not going to get diabetes because we know that's caused by fat having too much fat in the blood and then the sugar gets blamed because it's circulating in the blood can't get into the cell because of insulin I mean, resistance. If the potatoes like, were to cause no. diabetes, so would bananas and mangoes and strawberries and everything 
like that. Right. I was asked, like, what, right. just tell me, what disease, what risk factor am I more at risk? You know, how would my health suffer in any way from eating potatoes and legumes and, and rice and steamed broccoli? Well, I, how do I lose a day of my yeah. life? How, and there's no, there's no science whatsoever. And that's why, that's why I come back to the point. Why unnecessarily make your diet so restrictive? Why eliminate whole groups of food that are, have been shown to be healthy? I mean, like legumes are associated with longevity. Um, you know, p- potatoes, you can live yeah. off potatoes. You can model them if you wanted to. I mean, I mean, yeah. why leave off, why, why avoid healthy foods? That's what I don't understand. Mm-hmm. For sure. I think, um, so I, I interviewed, uh, uh, Dan Buettner, he's the author of oh, the yeah. Blue Zones, and the Blue Zones, like if if some of you guys know, uh, the Blue Zones are um, different parts of the world that those people live to a hundred years or older, yeah, or around a hundred years. Centenarians. Yeah. Heck, who who wouldn't want to live up to like a hundred years old? But it's not like just hitting that age. It's like mm-hmm. quality of life. Like they're moving exactly. around up mm-hmm. until that age. So he was sharing like what what these people do is they eat a predominantly plant-based diet and that includes sweet potatoes and includes lots of beans um, it includes fruits too and vegetables of course Um, but on the other hand to be quite frank with everyone they also drink wine they eat meat um, they eat fish but does that mean we should drink wine eat meat eat fish no it's just an observation what they're doing mostly though is they're eating a plant-based diet that's what we want to look at is what what is the majority of the thing that they're consuming not the little itsy bitsy piece of meat yeah, that so they're I eating point out, like and, one of the centenarian groups is the traditional okinawans and um th- their diet's been been studied and approximately three percent of their calories come from non-plant sources i mean that's their meat and stuff three percent of their calories yeah <laughs> that's nothing yeah for sure so that like i'm you know just getting back to the point like it's it's the whole food plant-based diet like the non-processed stuff that they eat that that is helping them eat you know helping them reach that age and um i don't know what point i was trying to make but eat whole Mm plant-based foods like yeah there's nothing wrong with that 100 percent. like you don't have to eat yeah, you don't have to eat just a raw vegan diet to, to be healthy. You can, and if you want to, you can pull it off, um, but you can be just as healthy by eating a whole food plant-based That's diet like the centenarians like do. Yeah, so many raw um, vegans will don't like to hear that, and they'll think I'm being a dick or something when I say that. It's like, no, it's just a true fact. Yeah, for sure. I think uh, if people like are really for the raw vegan thing, though, like I salute you, like do it. Like, uh, be passionate and talk about it. Try not to, like, bring down a whole food plant-based diet or a vegan diet to, like, raise, you know, points for the raw vegan thing. No, just just talk about the, (laughs) it's good enough. Like, you don't need to talk about, like, all the other stuff. Like, focus on the benefits of a raw vegan diet. And, heck, dude, if you, like, if you're so passionate about it, like, go to nutrition school or, like, some sort of, you know, health Mm -hmm. field and, like, practice this stuff you know like like coach people on it um if you can be part of a study we need more studies with with raw vegan diets i think yeah. in my opinion there needs to be more um, with there's plenty of studies with like benefits of fruits and vegetables but and and also I, you know i think there's a lot of fields here to explore um 
but just just do it man like like talk like be passionate like go full into it but you don't have to like bring down the vegan or the whole food plant-based thing to to just you know make raw vegan look good i don't know if that no, makes it, sense it makes sense I hope I'm not coming off as like, you know, an, no, an arrogant I mean, asshole or anything like that. That's why a lot of the community, the raw community is mad at me because I've challenged some of these assumptions that they have about cooked food being addictive or potatoes or mucus form, all these things that you, you hear that are just not really supported by science. And I, again, as we, you and I have been saying, like, yeah, raw is fine. In fact, I like to say I eat more raw food than a lot of raw food people because I know a lot of raw food people like fast and stuff like that. I'll start my day off with like when, yeah. when bananas are plentiful, which they're not for me right now well like 900 calories a thousand calories of bananas all raw food in the morning i'm <laughs> kicking butt with my right. raw food it's not like i'm afraid of it or anything like that right. but yeah we have pointed out like why why restrict other food groups that are healthy you know plant-based ones because of all there's so much as we talked about earlier too it's a very kind of if you want to do it you can i'm not saying it's wrong but yeah, it's, it's it's a difficult lifestyle to pull off acquiring all the food storing it ripening it and all that and um and as you said it, it can can be for some people challenging to get enough calories which leads me to my next topic i want to talk to you it all connects over is the, the uh, last year 2019 we saw a lot of people a lot of vegans or so-called vegans make videos entitled i'm no longer vegan what'd you think about that what'd you think <laughs> yeah. about that whole movement or whatever you want to call it yeah i even made one video too i was like trolling people um but yeah it's surprising like how many People came out and ditched the vegan thing. I mean, not going to make anyone go vegan or stay vegan, that's for sure. But I, I, you know, and it's been happening for years. But honestly, and I, I talked about it in my video, it's like, if you're going to go vegan to like post like butt photos <laughs> on Instagram with like inspirational <laughs> quotes, you know, and trying to get people to like, like oh, your man, that's account. That's so true. That's that like is so true, wrong. man. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, like, that's what most of these people who, like, come out and quit, I, I feel like that's what they're doing. You know, it, um, you got to do it for the right reasons. Um, I think, you know, educating yourself uh, through the, the awesome documentaries that are out there, whether it's Forks of Knives, Earthlings, Cowspiracy, um, Game Changers, which came out last year, you know, educate yourself and find out is this what I want to do for the right reasons? Or are you just doing it just to like test out the waters and try something new? I mean, it's fine if you want to mm -hmm. just try yeah. it, but no, no, like the whole picture of like, you know, what, what this, what the impact of, of this lifestyle can do. And I think once you understand that, like, like I've seen animals being slaughtered with my own eyes, you know what I mean? Like I, I've, I've written through, um, farms. I've seen like little veal in cages, uh, and I've gone up and petted them to like, just offer them some sort mm -hmm. of, you know what I mean? It's, it's hard. Like there's like something inside of me that like, is, is, is like triggered. It's, it's touched. Like when I see animals being suffered, like, you know, I mean, I don't want to be uh, an effing monster. Like, I want to do the best that I can to show compassion and just to be an ethical dude. And, and like, the environment, too. I, I would hate to see it, you know. I would hate our planet, our only mm -hmm. planet, our pale blue dot that is going through this big, dark universe. I would hate for that to go away. I mean, it's not probably going to go away within our generations, but 
I don't want to like screw the other generations that are coming down beneath me. So I'm just trying to live my life as, as best as I can. And I feel like this lifestyle is definitely helping it. So try to like really understand, you know, the impact that this has on not just your health, but like everyone around you. You touched upon the concept of compassion for all sentient beings as, um, essential concept of veganism which is really um uh, amazing because that's a central tenet of buddhism which i if i identify with a religion it is buddhism but it's compassion not only for the sentient beings known as like the animals you know like we don't want to see them suffer also sentient beings as far as humans as you said you don't want to see the, the children of today suffer on a planet that's been um so degraded that it's dying degraded from our dependence on fossil fuels and animal agriculture was which is the number one source of greenhouse gas emissions according to the united nations it's not some crazy uh, radical vegan statistic or anything like that so yeah we want to see all life not not suffer yeah that, i want to emphasize that to that uh, compassion extends beyond um animals it's to humans as well and and to our planet the the you know the suffering we're causing not just for farm animals but for the, uh, the natural you know nature animals are destroying their habitat their their rainforests um, you know, it, it's all about compassion, and I, I, I encourage people to mm-hmm. to um, seek out more <laughs> compassion in their heart. I mean, we all have it. Hopefully, develop it, nurture it, because I think that's what, um, at least for me, that's that's what inspires me to do what I do. We all have it in us. It's like it's like any other emotion, like people who are scared to cry, people who are scared to smile, like you know, people who are sh- afraid to show their anger and they're just holding it inside it's like essentially the same thing like you just have to like get to know yourself and and to embrace these different emotions you have them for a reason and by suppressing them you're not doing yourself any good so when these people like see these like poor animals getting hurt and they feel it inside because every one of us feels it inside unless you're like a psychopath or something yeah Uh, (laughs) yeah uh you know they're just suppressing it essentially so get to know yourself um and get in touch with your emotions they're they're there for a reason and like you said it's not just the animals but it's about other humans too like all these crops that we're growing they're going to feedlots they're going to to animals that we're raising for meat while we could be sending those those plants the, that food to starving yeah, people. Yeah, why grow enough food to feed 15 billion people, which far exceeds, you know, there's only like 8.8 billion people when still billions of people are, are hungry. So, yeah, um, people that have the means can buy meat and, and other animal products. Right. Yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not fair. It's not sustainable. It's not ethical. It doesn't make any sense. And that's that's what we stand for that's why like ryan and i are so passionate about this is because we want people to understand that and we want people to be informed and neither of us can make anybody go vegan but hopefully we can inspire them to go vegan and so we just want to like inform people about this info and and that's, that's why, it. 
I'm not, I'm not concerned. I have no fear that one day I'm going to flip on YouTube, look at my subscription feed and see Bananiac, why I am no longer vegan. Unless it's April Fool's. I just did that on April Fool's. A lot of people strangely like believed me, at least for a while. Some people said they unsubscribed and came back once they realized I was joking. I mean, oh, I'm really? never going to make one of those videos, guys. Just write it down. Unless it's for a joke for April Fool's. And I'll let you know I'm joking. I even said in the title, I, 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 I'm, I, why quit being vegan? since like february 30th or something like that you know there's no february 30th uh, uh, but, um so i already put the hint in the title but anyway yeah, yeah you're, you're, gonna, you're gonna, never gonna see a video from me or tino have no fear anyone watching write it down write it down put it in cement it will you will never see any of us I, me or tino make a video like that but let's get back to some of these people we don't have to mention anyone by name the ones that who did make such a video last yeah. year i made my videos responding to them did you notice things that maybe um cause them besides like doing it for um butt pictures on instagram did you see anything like you know they're doing yeah. diet wise or lifestyle wise that may have led to them no longer wanting to be vegan oh absolutely man it's like clear as day um one of the biggest things and i think this is a common mistake a lot of people make is not getting enough calories right it's not eating enough food that's going to provide you energy to make you feel good about what you're doing um and you know you, you you try it for like a week and you're like yeah this this vegan thing it's it's not really working for me of course they weren't doing it for a week they were doing it for a little bit longer but they were doing really crazy stuff and i don't even want to mention like the yeah. stuff that they were doing we know, man <laughs> but you're not usually yeah yeah really extreme like starvation and like just really uh yeah so as long as you eat enough you're gonna be fine. You're gonna you're gonna feel good about what you're doing. Um, you know, you don't have to like starve yourself, and that's a great thing about this diet. Uh, you know, eat, eat lots of starches. That's why we're promoting starches and not just a raw vegan thing. Although I don't want to, I want to keep saying this. Like, yeah, you could do the raw vegan thing if it works for you. Cool. But in general, for most people, they're gonna feel really good by eating a starch-based diet. That's rice, corn, you know, whole whole grain pasta. Uh, quinoa, potatoes, sweet potatoes, um, of course, legumes like beans, peas, lentils. <laughs> eat more eat chickpeas. More, less, more chickpeas. Less, Whatever you're eating right now, eat more. <laughs> I, it's funny, I had um, on the uh, bodybuilder yeah. Brian Turner on. He lives in San Diego. And um, for several years on his channel, he had a, a YouTube house where he invites other vegans to come and live with them. And I'm not going to call anyone out, but yeah, two quite popular female raw vegan type girls stayed in the YouTube house with him. So he got to watch firsthand how they ate. And I asked him about that. And he said, pretty much, he just saw, he saw lots of, like uh, what you said, under eating not you know get enough energy not enough yeah. calories so he can he can yeah, back that sure. suspicion <laughs> up yeah yeah i i don't really know why that is um i don't know if it's like you know th maybe the, those girls were trying to like you know have a certain figure a certain look for their brand i honestly don't know what it is or if they just believe like you know eating like if it was like some sort of anorexia mentality either i honestly i don't know but um like that's like again the good thing about this diet is you can eat pretty much until you're full mm -hmm. um there's this thing called calorie density and i think this is one yeah. of the most important things you know that you can learn about in nutrition and that's when you take each food 
and you like level out the weight. So let's say we had 100 grams of every food ever to exist, okay? The highest calorically dense food is mm-hmm. oil, a refined type of fat. It's nine calories per gram. And then you have like all of your vegetables on the other hand. They're very low in calories. You know, you have, you know, um, fruits there. You have your whole grains. You have your beans. And then you have nuts and seeds. Like those are the foods you want to concentrate on. Not the other foods that are high in calories like animal products, especially dairy products, and oils. Like you want to keep those away. So if you're eating lower calorically dense foods – you know, you're probably going to have to eat more, in fact. Your stomach will you know, feel full sooner because, yeah, you, you, it's filled up to the same capacity as before, but the caloric density of that yeah. food in your belly is lower. Exactly. Yep. We all have the same amount of real estate to fill up in our stomach. If you're filling it up with lots of meat and lots of animal products, the calories are way high. If you're filling that same stomach up with lots of vegetables, lots of whole grains, beans, those calories are going to be lower. And if you just eat that, if you eat always to satisfaction on a whole food plant-based diet and if you're coming off of a meat-based diet, you're going to lose weight. It's really amazing. And over time, your weight's just going to level out. You're going to get used to eating that that amount of food and getting those calories. But do not restrict your calories. That is formula for Amen. disaster <laughs> yes uh, I, I, yeah i hope that emphasize to people that yeah a vegan diet is not a weight loss diet it's a moral ethical stance and it also happens to be a really healthy diet if you eat whole food plants and it also happens to be a diet that over time people tend to get to a, a good body weight if they weren't at one already but it's not like a, a, an atkins diet a ketogenic diet where you're losing all this water weight and you're un- usually under eating and stuff like that you know, calorie restricting uh, to some degree is yeah. We're talking about eating a f- till you're full and being healthy, and the weight typically comes off. Tracy, our moderator, who's not on right now, but I know she's going to watch later on tonight, had, had the same experience. She lost and her husband like 80 pounds each without doing anything different. Eating till they're full it just happened naturally. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I I know a lot of people that have lost weight, and that's like. Probably the biggest benefit that people see, um, you know, I hear about better digestion as well. Uh, people that might be having like real bad acne or skin problems, um, that tends to clear up. I'm not saying this is like mm-hmm. a magic bullet or, you know, magic potion or anything like that, um, but it certainly helps with a lot of health issues and, uh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's it's a it's a great thing for your a lot body. Of these channels that we're talking about, particularly, and I'm not calling them out, but some of these um these these, these girls channels, the ones that Brian saw that, that is YouTube House and a few others I can think yeah. of, who are still vegan actually, really pitch it as a weight loss diet. I just see all these um videos coming out in the past and in the present yeah. ones who are still vegan about how how to eat a vegan diet for maximum weight loss and stuff like that. And um, you know, they they get more views more followers than most of us like you and I get. I guess maybe that's why a lot of these people do go down that road. It's very, um, you know, it's you get more views and and popularity and stuff like that, but that's not why we're into it. You and I are into the the fact, evidence-based part of the diet and the the ethical, moral aspects of veganism. That's why we're into it. So yeah, unfortunately, I don't think you're going to see me showing any butt shots on Instagram with some inspirational (laughs) quote about how 
all. I accept who I am and I love myself <laughs> and that kind of stuff. You know, it's just. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. It's, 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 uh, it's sad, but I think they, they market it that way because a lot of people like it's a real soft spot mm-hmm. in them. Cause like most of our population, at least here in the U S yep. is overweight and obese. Out of three people. You know, yeah. It, it, yeah, it, stri- it strikes a chord with a lot of people. Like a lot of people want to lose weight. Well, the good thing is you don't necessarily even have to try as long as like, I mean, the trying part has to be like eating a whole food plant-based diet, but that's basically it. Like you don't have to like pay attention to how many calories you're eating and all this stuff. Like as long as you're eating whole plant-based foods, it's just like a, um, it's like a, it's like a side benefit almost it's like like you're bound to get it but that's not like the ultimate goal if that makes sense let's give our tips tino for people who are coming to veganism maybe they're coming from the more of they want to lose some weight angle and i'll here's what i'll say yeah it was everything i said it's not a weight loss diet per se it's not a calorie restricting diet i agree with tino eat until you're full but if you want to try to maybe help that weight loss along make sure you're doing some kind of physical activity that's what i noticed between people who are um kind of like frustrated they're not really losing any weight yet and those who are getting some of those results is is the level of activity and if you're already um if you're not athletic yet if you're out of shape take your time it takes a while to get fit especially um if you've been sitting on the couch for years so work do exercise at the uh, at the rate that you can yeah. build up and i would suggest you know i do all sorts of sports but if weight loss is your primary goal the cardiovascular the aerobic sports like running cycling swimming stuff like that as opposed to like basketball or, or weight training which i do all i do all of these so i can speak firsthand about them so yeah regular activity and um let's see what, what am I leaving out, Tina? Any other advice? Oh, yeah. Diet-wise, no oil. <laughs> Zero oil. High-carb, yes. low-fat, and barely just toss out the oil if you really want to accelerate your, your weight loss gains. Any any other right. tips, Tino? Yeah, good, good point there. Um, I mean, it depends. Like, you know, if you're just getting into this, just focus on eating mm-hmm. whole plant-based foods. But it depends, like, how, like, refined you want to make this thing. I mean you can go really nuts and like avoid like any sort of processing like like smoothies and all that um just you'll find what works for you long term um you know you don't have to like restrict yourself all the way to no smoothies and it also depends on like if you have any um health problems like uh, dr esselstyn i know he likes to take it like very extreme no nuts of course Mm -hmm. no oil like you said no smoothies, no juices. And he's doing that specifically to help mm-hmm. people with heart disease. He doesn't want to take any chance on the leading cause of death. So if you think that's extreme, try mm-hmm. an open heart surgery. Like I think in my opinion, in his opinion, that's, way more that's extreme. extreme. Than eating plants. It, it all, <laughs> yes. Yes. So, um, I, you know, it depends like where you come from, but for the general population, um, just, like vary it up you know make it fun too that's the other thing it's like you don't want to eat the same thing over and over again try finding a few recipes and you don't need a whole lot but just a few that you can kind of like cycle through all the time right yeah and maybe it's like a potato dish a pasta dish something with like rice and beans or you can make tacos maybe you can learn how to make veggie burgers and i know you guys have an awesome ebook uh with plenty of recipes like just look for resources like that that can help you learn more about 
cooking delicious recipes that use healthy whole foods, making it exciting. And again, you don't have to go overboard and make like a new recipe every single day for the rest of the month or rest of the year or whatever. Just find so a few that work. Vegan can be a weight loss diet if you, if you just eat in a certain way without restricting yourself. And um, yeah, but yeah, it, when you get down to it, yeah, you know, it is a moral stance, a moral view, but you know, there's nothing that's that's incompatible about having a healthy body weight as a vegan. I, I've ever since, um, yeah, when we met, yeah, we we're all into like running and cycling and stuff like that. You've been doing a little bit more weight training now too, like I have, is that right? If I've been seeing some more gym work? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I noticed you were doing it too. It's funny how we like, but we never even like communicated Weird. that to each other, but we both picked it up, I feel, at the same time. What was time. your motivation? Yeah, um, but I've been, yeah, I mean, so it was actually by losing too much weight. So that's a problem with this <laughs> this lifestyle that you could lose too much weight. Uh, so don't go too overboard with the cardio. That's what, and listen, man, I love cycling, but um, doing cycling since I think I started in 2013 or 2012, uh, around the same time I went vegan, um, I was doing it a lot, like every single week I was losing a lot of weight and a lot of muscle. And so I just, um, felt like I would change things up and I started lifting weights. I wanted to build actually not just like more like mass, but like more strength. I wanted to like feel more solid and it actually does help on the bike, mm -hmm. like for sprinting and like yeah. quick acceleration stuff. Um, so I've been doing more of that and also more of rock climbing. It's something I've been like on and off with, with rock climbing, but I've been trying to stay more on it now. Uh, I really love it. Um, the technical aspect of things and like, that's also really good for building strength and, um, just like, um, working on your, your holds and stuff like that. And also transfers to weightlifting more and cycling. So I found a good little balance, but it was really to build more like strength and feel yeah, stronger. I, I you know, have no regrets. I, I've been I've been enjoying the strength work I've been putting at the gym for the past like what two and a half years now. It's yeah, it's made me a better athlete. Yeah, sure, I'm not as quick yeah. of a of a runner or cyclist as I used to be, and I attribute that more just I've been putting putting the time into that as as I was back before hitting the gym. But yeah, I I feel great. I feel, I feel awesome yeah. now. Fifty two. You know, I'm, I've <laughs> Yeah, no regrets. <laughs> oh, you're rocking it, man. Like, I think I think you can probably like, um, you know, back this up too. But yeah, like my times like going up a hill, they're not as quick anymore. But I'm also not training to be a Tour de yeah. France winner. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I, I found a balance. And with balance, there's give and take. So I'm really happy where I am now. Yeah, I'm a little bit slower on the bike. Who cares? Like, I'm not yeah. trying to show off or hit a certain power number anymore. Like, that mentality is like completely gone. I just want like overall, overall like it's it's about letting fitness. the ego go after a while. Like, it's good. The ego can help motivate and drive you. And after a while, put it in perspective. Do I really right. need to like top my best 5K time or be a certain climb up a mountain that I did a couple years ago? And I know what kind of training that would entail right. to be at that state again. It's a lot of work. But for yeah, you ask yourself, is it worth it? For you, for some of you, it might be, you know, if right. that's what you really want to do. For others, you might have other goals in life. After a while, it's like 
screw it. I like I was a really fast runner for me. It's all relative, you know. Like when like about four or five years yeah. ago, and every year after that's like, God, do I want to train that hard to be as as good as I was then? And it's frustrating not being there. So I just yeah. moved on to other goals, you know. And so you know, I've said just let the ego go. If you, you you know you don't have to be like you know yeah Tour de France level. Considering <clears> none <throat> of us will ever get a job as a professional professional cyclist or anything like that. Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean I wish, but no. It, um, it, it was like it's fun to go all in into something, and maybe fun. at certain times it's kind of cool. It's kind of cool to experience that ego yeah. in a way. You know, I re- I remember when I was living in Miami, I was like riding every, almost every single day. I had a like a little crew down there. We would ride together. I would race every weekend. Like mm-hmm. that was a cool lifestyle, and that was all in. That was like no weightlifting. Like it was all about staying lean and hitting a certain power number and a certain heart rate. It was about all of that. But, um, you know, I could only sustain that for, you know, so long. Like, I wasn't training to be a professional cyclist. So, like, I had other things to do. I wanted to invest my time into doing more, like, YouTube and to build more strength. I was, like, studying. Like, I, I needed to, like, balance things out a little bit more. And so I just started to look at my life overall, and it just made sense. Yeah, I think it's good too. As we all are getting older, you know, it's good to have some some strength, some muscle on the body. I'm not saying we all have to go out there and look like powerlifters or anything like that. We're just talking about having a modicum <laughs> of strength is, is never a bad thing. And in fact, I've seen some of these world class endurance athletes in the off season. Um, they take a break, and then the f- first thing they do after coming back from the break is do a weight training cycle before they get back out on the road again. And as you point out too, sprinters, you, right, said, you know, right. the, the muscles have helped your sprinting. Yeah, if everyone has a stereotype usually of like a skinny little cyclist, and that's your like, you know, your GC general contender, your climbers. But if you look at the sprinters, they're strong looking dudes typically. I mean, relatively, yeah, they don't look like bodybuilders, but for cyclers, you see their muscles bulging out of their jerseys, and it's a different body type. They look good. Yeah, in my opinion, mm-hmm. they look good. Oh like my God. Peter Sagan, that's a, that's a like, physique to have, solid, right? <laughs> solid. Yeah, absolutely, man. Like, you wouldn't want to look like him. And he, like you said, he's not massive. He's not a bodybuilder by any means. But the dude looks good. He doesn't look like an anorexic dude walking around. Like, if somebody saw Chris Froome, the winner of the Tour de France, <laughs> for many years, mind you, like, you would be worrying about him. Like, you'd be like, dude, you okay? Like, I haven't heard from you in a while. Are you eating? Like, you good? Typical climber's body, uh, so, for sure. Yeah, anyway. and it helps going fast up giant yeah. mountains and stuff like that. But, yeah, Peter Sagan's body. If any, really, no reasonable male would be bummed to have Peter Sagan's body, unless you really wanted to look like a specific bodybuilder right. type or anything like that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, or, or you had a p- specific purpose mm. or goal in mind. Like, there's no way Peter Sagan can ever win the Tour de France. Yeah, but he's cool with that, and you know, he trains and looks the way he does for his specific goal, and that's to like beat the sprints, the short. Yeah, Peter Sagan, for those who don't know who he is, he's probably the most versatile cyclist of all time. He always wins the uh, the green jersey at the Tour de France, which is the sprinting slash accumulation of points. For how many times has he won that thing? It's just like every time he enters. The only time I remember oh, not God. winning was when he yeah, it, uh, d- was disqualified a few years ago for a bullshit elbow to Mark Cavendish, which I don't think was right. But anyway, yeah. other than that, the guy always wins it, and he can do everything. He can climb, just not world-class 
class elite level, but he can climb really well. I've seen him. He actually won right. the Tour de California here a few years back. I saw him climb his ass up. I wasn't there. I was watching on TV up the Mount Baldy yeah. climb. He because he knew he could win. Um, and and he um he made that he won. Right. He he placed well in the climb. He didn't win the climb, but he won the GC. But when he got done with that climb, though, he fell off his bike and started puking. That's how hard he went. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's a well balanced athlete. He's really good all round cyclist, and he can climb and that's another thing like we can get really nerdy now um that's another thing that you don't see with a lot of these um sprinters is they can't climb they can't climb at all he's like usually the only one one of the few that could actually like keep up somewhat with some of the climbers he might not go all the way the reason why he's not a pure sprinter as they say he's like a weird sprinter you know all-around guy who has a really good sprint (laughs) right Right. Yeah. I love that guy, man. I have a, I have a signed Jersey by him here, um, like off camera, but I went to California one year, uh, oh, Sword, California, like up North. Over. Oh. Yeah, I did it. And, uh, it was so cool. I spotted his bike in the crowd, like, you know, before the event started, like everyone's yeah. like walking around, like got their bike gear. Like I spotted his bike just chilling. I was like, okay. <laughs> okay, if I follow the bike, I'll I'll see Peter Sagan. So I did that, and then he came out of his um like little like uh like RV or whatever, and I was like, oh Peter, can you sign this for me? Oh, so someone's he did someone's in the comments asking experience. you to show your shirt. Um, what do you what is your shirt here, Tino? Oh, <laughs> okay, so it's label, and it's a, a nerdy shirt. My mom got it for Christmas one year. So let's see what it says. It's hard to read upside down, but it says calories varies by serving size, total fat fifty grams. What out for too much oil? Oh, watch out for too much oil. Sorry, you guys, it's hard to read. <laughs> I, I, can, I can read it here for you, I guess. You um, can. Yeah, yeah um, but I they can see it here. Yeah. Yeah, cholesterol not found in plants, which is true. Total carbohydrates, 320 grams. Keep it carbed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dietary cool? fiber, 30 grams, regular AF. That's a hilarious shirt, man. <laughs> Look at the ingredients. Plant-based foods. Compassion uh, and love. Compassion where'd, you get, where'd your mom love. find this shirt at? This shirt is awesome. I have no idea. <laughs> oh, man, I love that shirt. Yeah, whoever made it, it's... It's freaking rad. <laughs> I love it. Well, I guess since I saw that question coming from our viewers here, um, let's start taking some questions from people in the comments. So if you want to um, start getting questions here. Yeah, Tracy, our moderator. Hey, Tracy. Hey, Race Lover. Thanks for being here, guys. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I love that shirt. Tracy loves it. That's awesome. Let's see. So if we see if we have any questions um, about what we're talking about here or even something maybe we're not talking about here. Produce Not Pills is pretty sure that shirt is on Amazon. Amazon. Could be. I don't know. Okay, produce not pills. Um, what does Tino usually eat? Give us a typical day in your life of eating. Sure. I mean, uh, I'll start off the day with like either like a, a bowl of cereal. And so what I've been doing lately um, is I, I've been making like smoothie bowls, right? So I, I'll do like um, like oat milk in there, <clears throat> maybe about two cups. I'll do uh, strawberries, blueberries. I'll put flaxseed meal in there, um, a little bit of maca powder. I put chia seeds. I put, uh, I've, I've been doing more protein powder. That's the other thing. So I don't know how people feel about that, but I've been experimenting with it. And I know that's not like a whole food, but um, I think that's been uh, 
been really good for me. Just adding like a little bit, not like going completely overboard with it, just testing it out. So I'll put that in there, uh, and it's like a peanut butter flavor. It's amazing. I make that into a smoothie, right? Oh, and bananas. I got to add bananas in there. Got okay, it. I make that into a smoothie. I pour it in a bowl, and then I put cereal in there. So instead of just putting like regular regular oat milk in there, I'll use like that smoothie as the base with the cereal. Uh, besides that, what I've been on lately, and uh, I'm actually going to po- post a vlog tomorrow so people can go to my channel tomorrow to see this, but I've been eating um, this basic meal of quinoa, a uh, type of vegetable, usually broccoli or kale or spinach or Brussels sprouts, whatever uh, that varies. And then I've been like stir frying tofu on a nonstick pan, and it, I get stir fried for like about 15 minutes, and I'll marinate the tofu beforehand, like with uh, turmeric, chili powder, paprika, like different like cumin, you know, oregano, different like herbs and spices. Then I'll stir fry for about 15 minutes and it's so crispy. It's amazing. People think I put oil in it. I show people in the video exactly how I make it and I'll just eat that. And then I'll put like a little bit of like some sort of fat source in there, like either like a hummus or avocado or guacamole, just a little bit. And uh, it's amazing. Besides that, uh, that'll typically be a lunch. Dinner, I'll come back and I'll have... um, like a pasta dish so i've been on this like chickpea pasta kick uh you know eat more chickpeas i've been following ryan's advice so um it's like a chickpea uh chickpea pasta and i'll do like a marinara sauce and i'll just add beans in there so it's almost like a, a chili but it's so quick and easy to make and i'll pour that over the the pasta and i'll put in like some vegetable like like steamed broccoli or brussels sprouts or whatever and uh, that's pretty much my day um, also try to get some fruit in the day as well. Um, lately I've been eating lots of oranges, not because of like, you know, I'm freaking out because of vitamin C cause vitamin C is like in like pretty much every fruit and vegetable. So you don't have to worry about that. But anyway, I just like oranges. So I've been on that lately and, uh, that's typically, uh, um, a typical day. I also have this, what is it? 64 ounce fluid, uh, big thing like a canister um a water bottle i don't have it here with me i would have showed you guys but I'll, I'll have that throughout the day and then just try to drink lots of water so i'll go through like maybe one and a half or two of those and yeah important stay hydrated yeah yeah, yeah. but just i eat like very simple um there's no, nothing complicated about what i do i'm not in there in the kitchen for like long hours like preparing like all these complicated stuff it's just simple stuff like you can pick up. Yeah, I got to get you turned on to the. You said you you have a, a, a protein powder that you've been adding to your your breakfast. Have you been trying some? Dude, I got one that I, I love, man. I, I like it so much. What is it? It's it's it's. Have you heard of? Um, let me just put it on the browser here. Um, these guys. Have you heard of Clean Machine? Um, this Lentin. Oh, dude, they're okay. I met the owner. He, he lives in Florida. Yeah, he's, in Florida. Yeah. he's a vegan. Yeah, it's dude. a vegan-run company. Yeah. And what's really cool about this, I'm clicking learn more. You're talking about you're afraid. Of, you know, you're kind of bummed. It's not a whole food plant. This is essentially whole food plant. It's lentine, which right. is a water lentil, and 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 mixed with some pea protein. So it's not a bunch of weird isolates that like all these right. other vegan companies sell. This is a freaking oh whole yeah yeah. Food that's plant. the other thing is I I watch my like the protein powders that I get. I watch so it's not like some sort of isolate or really refined stuff. I try not to find ones with like a ton of sugar in there. 
So that's a really good one. I've tried it and I really like that one. Yeah. You- um, and a great company. Uh, Jeff is super cool. Um, there was like, I went to a vegan potluck like years ago in, um, Fort Lauderdale and, and that's where I met him. And yeah, that was cool. Yeah, and um, I, I'm working with them. I have an affiliate thing with them. It's um, our code is Happy Vegan, and I forgot what it is. Like twenty or twenty five percent off your orders. So if you go there, type that in. I literally have this stuff every day. I have more on days where I'm lifting. Like today, I did more um, push ups and dumbbell curls stuff like that. So I had a full scoop of it, which is like twenty grams of protein. On days where I yeah. just do yoga or a run, I'll put in half a scoop. So like 10 grams of protein i love this stuff seriously seriously i I can't you know i i hate to go without it you know some days i don't because i'll have oatmeal in the morning i don't mix it in there yeah yeah i've been using this for a bit maybe um 15 to 18 months something like that and it really started kicking in more gains at the gym for me and i just actually strangely um because i you know i've been doing smoothies since like you know since you and i met you know so i know what smoothies are like but since i put this stuff in getting that extra 10 to 20 grams of protein i actually just feel better like i'm they say protein is a little more satiating perhaps you know there's some studies that indicate that but just for me i just i just feel more rounded like i don't feel like like, i get as hungry as quickly after it oh yeah dude dr bernard recommends that you should eat a protein in the in the morning that's why i do those protein smoothies and that's the reason why is because they found that eating a little bit of protein especially in the beginning of the day is going to get keep you more satiated throughout the day so that could be a smoothie with protein powder it could be um tofu scrambled it could be uh, a bowl of beans um whatever like just eat it in the morning and you're going to feel a lot better. And I personally noticed that too. Have you, so it, it took me so long. I hesitated so long to try a protein powder. Cause you know, I was like mm-hmm. in that mentality of me like too. all whole foods, but again, like it's about your, you know, your whole lifestyle. Um, but anyway, after I started doing it and you, you know, you guys be the judge of your own body and your own results. Like I started to feel better. I started to build more muscle Um, and I'm seeing, you know, the results slowly come in, um, with this new thing that I'm doing with like weightlifting and rock climbing. Like, I think it's really helping me out. Well, you, sh- you got to check him out. So I'm glad you met Jeff. You know, I he's will. a legit dude, longtime vegan, a bodybuilding champion, really nice people at, at Clean Machine. So I like supporting a-, a company that's run by vegans, making a great vegan product out of a whole food plant and in a super, really, super, really, super environmentally friendly way. It grows like to maturity within like 48 hours. They use pretty much recycled water or rainwater. I mean, just, there's just so many good things. And it's not just a protein supplement. It's just a whole food plant that happens to have an amino acid profile that's super similar to whey. It has omega-3s in the form of ALA. Um, it's got, it's a super nutrient. I'm not selling, it's like a commercial, but it's got like, uh, just look at the vitamin profile. It's just just a plant that happens to have all these things that vegans are, 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 uh, should be concerned about. And as I made some videos about a few months ago, it was just recently discovered on a laboratory analysis by a major foods company who wants to, who was considering putting lentine in some of their products, found out that there's bioavailable, three forms of bioavailable B12 in it as well. So once I found that out, it's like the home run, you know, of like finding the, the ultimate right. plant to take along with just reading regular whole food plants. And this is a really, it's a whole food plant yeah. ground up. Right, exactly. It's like my flaxseed meal. It's like ground flaxseed, right? Mm-hmm. 
Um, I've talked to a lot of athletes. Uh, so if people are kind of like, if we're meeting for the first time, like I do a podcast where I talk, I talk with like pretty much everyone from all walks of life, um, like artists, uh, doctors, athletes, um, literally anyone about veganism. So um, when I talk to the athletes, you know, a lot of them do end up taking the protein powders. Like that's, you know, there's no person in the gym who's like, huge and like is building muscle that's not on protein you know what i mean like and you could certainly do it um but that's just like 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 before like you just have to eat more of it and if you're like really busy um it it can be hard to do but drinking a plant-based like a clean plant-based protein powder it's it's not going to be bad for you but yeah if you're doing whey if you're doing lots of isolates and um, concentrated forms of protein like that could be really taxing on your kidneys and other parts of your body but um yeah yeah there's you know it definitely helps <laughs> yeah cool i'm uh, cool i'm glad you told me about that study from uh, the research that dr bernard had there because yeah it just confirms what i've anecdotally sensed from my my how i changed up my my morning eating routine now i see another question for tino tino what's your Fight of the Concord song. I can see your sticker on the wall. Okay, it's that right there. Uh, it's a little show. Uh, it only lasted for two seasons. Um, two New Zealand guys. Hilarious. If you if you guys are looking for a show, although I don't think they're on uh, Netflix, but probably on Amazon. Check them out. Flight of the Concords. Um, oh, what was the question? What is my favorite song? Uh, okay. Middle Earthling, I'm probably going to say my favorite song, and it's hard to say, but uh, it's probably Business Time. And if, if you guys don't know the show, you guys have no idea um, what I'm talking about, but go on YouTube, uh, Business Time, Flight of the Concords, so you'll see. But yeah, funny group of guys, just like mu- two musicians trying to make it in the US uh-huh. and completely like failing. And at the end of the show, they're like deported back to New Zealand. It's uh, it's such a funny, like oh, what's, a little bit dry humor. What's the name of the show? I'll check it out. What is it? Uh, Flight of the Okay, Concords. that's the name. All right, cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I see so definitely check our it out. moderator, Tracy, loves Flight of the Concords. And she asked a really good question because, you know, we're all at home now. There is no gym to go to. So what, how, what exercises are yeah. you doing at home? So uh, I'm fortunate enough, actually, to have a gym in my house. Uh, Yeah, yeah, my brother and I, we invested in it. And uh, it's actually, I made a whole video on it. It might be financially worth it to some people out there. I just like put it out, just documenting like how I created it. But anyway, um, we have a little home gym. So it's like uh, a power rack. So with that, I can have my, you know, rack my barbell on there and do bench press. I could do squats, deadlifts. Um, I could do pull-ups. Uh, let's see. And then I have a couple uh, dumbbells that I use. So um, I have an app that I also use called FitBod, and that's really good. It, like, helps keep track of, like, all my progress and stuff and generates workouts. So it knows if, like, I just did a chest day, it's not going to give me a chest day next time. It'll give me, like, legs or back. So I've just been weightlifting around home. I can't rock climb. And here's another thing I thought about. I'm not riding my bike on purpose. And it's not because I'm scared of like catching the coronavirus out cycling. It's because I'm scared that if I fall and break a bone, Mm -hmm. that if I'm heading to the ER, what a nightmare and mess that would be. So just, uh, you know, caution. Anyone who's doing any risky stuff like, uh, cycling, I guess running's not as risky, but still, like, don't take chances with stuff like that 
because the last place you want to be right now is the ER. I've thought of, it's funny. I haven't really discussed this with anyone, but I've had the same kind of weighing this out in my mind too. Like, huh? Yeah, cycling's pretty safe, but if I take a spill on a hill going down, that could be really bad. I don't want to go near an ER right now. Our whole goal right now is to not interface into the healthcare system, hospitals, you know, because they're overwhelmed. There's um, people with uh, that are sick there, you know, could be transmitted. Who knows? So, yeah, right now we just yeah. try, want to try our best to let the health professionals do their thing, treat the people who really need it, and, yeah, uh, maybe cut down on higher risk behaviors. Yeah, when I'm running, I'm looking, making sure I'm not going to run out and get hit by a car. I've laid off the biking, the cycling a lot too lately. Uh. Yeah, yeah, it's like... And I haven't been riding much anyway, and the weather is only now just starting to warm up here in Maryland. But uh, yeah, I'm just like not taking any chances, and I think that some pe- some people are disregarding that. Like, yeah, it's safe, like coronavirus-wise, to like be out by yourself. Like, you're probably good. But yeah, if you take a, a fall and you gotta head to the hospital, like first of all, you don't know how quickly you'll be seen. You don't know who's gonna have the coronavirus there. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just. Yeah, I'm trying to stay far, far away from there. I see others like Michael's not skateboarding good. I mean, yeah, all it takes is one rock and you're, you've hit the pavement. Um, straight edge, um, vegan bell, yeah, not doing plyo plyometrics right now. I, yeah, that's part of my, has been part of my uh, my um, workout routines is to get some jumping and plyometric exercises in, which are generally safe, but it is a bit more high risk than like, say, doing push-ups and bicep curls. So yeah, I've left, I'm kind of right. backed off the plyo and jumping for right now too. Oh, I saw Yakov yeah. asked this earlier. Um, I don't know what this is. Can Cantino, uh, can you elaborate on Dr. Mills's message what is who or what is dr mills tino uh yeah dr milton mills he's um he's a doctor that lives and practices in virginia so i've interviewed him i'm like pretty close with him and he was featured on what the health great great guy great doctor um and very passionate and knowledgeable but i'm not quite sure uh, what you mean by um, dr mills message i guess does he have a general thing that he's about um, I mean, he's definitely a promoter of the whole food plant based diet. Um, I'm not I'm not quite sure. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's something he re- recently posted that I'm not aware of. But uh, yeah, happy to, to talk about him. I mean, I've got nothing but good things to say about him. And Sean Cope says, you guys are awesome. <laughs> so thank, ah, thanks, thank you. Thanks, Sean. I see. You're awesome too, Sean. I see others are out like, um, Ugly Bob, Ugly Bob's cycling in Vancouver. But as I've noticed here, everyone's home. Yeah, very few people are working right now, so it's quite crowded out there. And our our cycling, our bike paths here are often in, in Southern California on the banks of like um rivers. They're they're like just little tiny um little. They're not that wide. I'm saying like there's no social distancing. If you're gonna pass someone going the opposite direction, they're gonna be yeah. like three feet to either side of you or something like that. Right. I've, I've been to Long Beach for sure. And even like going towards, um, is it Newport? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know like what I'm talking that, about? That, those, those bike paths yeah. along the riverbeds. Yeah. Yeah. That, that seemed like a really cool road, like on any healthy day to do. Mm-hmm. But um, I know what you mean. It's like so tight on the shoulder and like passing them. Passing. You're like, basically, yeah. Because you know you have a like lot right of noobs there. out there. They're just like goofing around with their babies and stuff like that. You got to get past them. Yeah. But there's no room. I mean, especially if it's come, right. someone's coming head on in the opposite direction. So I'm going, I'm not, if I go cycle, I'm definitely not going to hit those up right now. Yeah. 
yeah, for sure. Stay away from them. So that's a good point. I didn't talk about this ever on the show, but it's a good point to bring up. As you said, just think about any of your exercises, how much risk they involve, and try to cut down or cut or eliminate the high risk ones just for right now. You'll be able to get back out there and, yeah. and do whatever you miss doing. Oh, enough. dude, can I? Is it cool if I bring up something while like people are putting in their yeah, questions it, and stuff? Yeah, but, put in yeah questions um, for Tino right now. But yeah, what do you want to bring up? Yeah. So, uh, have you? watch tiger king yet I, i've been fall i've seen it in my headlines and i've been resisting clicking it because there's so much news and information right now i'm going i don't have time to go down that road oh yeah right right <laughs> right but it's like it's insane like how everybody's like talking about it and like the kind of attention that it's gotten i, I wonder if it would have gotten the same attention if people weren't like locked in their homes and had like literally nothing else to do but watch like these psychopaths uh you know about like raising and like marketing tigers it's a weird show i've only seen like the first two episodes of it but i was curious to see what you thought of it or maybe if like what some of the people in the comments comment, thought guys. of it but it's it's ridiculous it takes like a left turn like every single second like okay first you're watching like these people who are raising tigers and then you have this guy who is like man if you're from PETA. I'm going to, I'm going to do this. And he's like shooting down at the river. It's so crazy. And then like, just like all these drugs that are involved and like, then they're like putting these tigers down. This, I think this is like the real message and like thing that I have problem with it. So they're raising all these tigers for people to come and like take pictures with and pet with. And then they're becoming these massive animals as they are to become. Huh. And, the, and then they're like, well, now they're a liability because they're costing us thousands and thousands of dollars to feed them meat and we can't afford it. And they're costing us more money than they bring in because it, when they're big too, they're not as cuddly and cute for people to take pictures. So then they put them down. They cremate them, they get rid of them, they shoot them, whatever. I think for it's, many of us vegans, yeah, it's you know, it's gonna be a tough watch. I, I guess yeah. for um non vegans, it'd be kind of like in the sense, like you know, like um, when people watch like the the cubes of truth, when they see what really happens as far as animal exploitation goes, oh, it's yeah. a different kind of animal exploitation. No, you know, so I guess you it, don't. I guess it is good in yeah. that sense to have that on TV, so people like you know can wake up and see what goes on and yeah. see how this is wrong. You don't see the violence on camera. Um, I think like if you search YouTube, if you type these guys' names in oh. and you f do a little bit more digging on YouTube, you can find like more harsh clips but this is more like a documentary it's not showing like some of the graphic like violent stuff uh -huh. but you can put the pictures together like just them talking about it like you know all the sick stuff that's going on in that industry and it's terrible man i, I think it's good though that it's like a lot of people are watching it hopefully they're like learning more about it like i talked to somebody about it and they're like yeah, next time um, I'm going to see a picture with a tiger, I'm going to be thinking twice about that person. And they're not vegan or anything. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah. And I was like, yeah, I can't even go to zoos anymore. And they're like, oh, yeah, I never thought about it that way. So, like, you know, it's like um, sparking, like, something in them. That's cool. I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess yeah. that raises awareness about animals and ethics and how we, we treat them. You know, maybe something good will come out of this. And I see mixed but, results in the our, our opinions yeah. in the, in the comments. In quick. Yeah. But wacky, wacky people, I'm telling you. 
let's read through some of these, I guess. Let's see. Um, yeah, Donald Trump's comment. Um, or Junior, um, you can get a tiger for just two thousand dollars. <laughs> I remember seeing that on the news. <laughs> That's what he took away from yeah. it. And uh, Tino's yeah, nutrition lot, lot fact shirt. We don't know, but someone here in the comments suspected you can get it on Amazon. Yeah. Yeah, uh, a lot of people were surprised that you could get tigers that cheap, but that was like back in the day. I think now it's illegal. Hope so. It's any any questions here for um, um, James Aspie? Um, yeah, if you guys know how to hook me up with James Aspie, I don't think I have any um connection to him. I'm trying to think maybe a friend of a friend, but yeah, if you guys are friends with James Aspie, let me know. Yeah, he's a cool guy. I've never talked to him before. He's Australian, right? So that could be one reason why. Yeah. It's always tough, like, you know, doing the Australian-US thing. Yeah. Oh, well, you're probably closer, but like me, it's like the opposite side of the Even world. further hours, yeah, and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Okay, if James Aspie knows about this, yeah, I'd love to talk to him. Um, Chris Pratt, Pratt went plant-based? Really? Really? Recently? Chris Pratt, the actor? I did a video on him like a while ago when he was like, you know, bashing vegans and has like, um, you know, meat farm or whatever. I, I forget the whole story, but that's crazy because I know he was a big hunter. Hmm. Interesting. Wow. It's all, I'm never amazed. You cease to be amazed when I hear about who went vegan or at least plant based or like, yeah. Did you see the headline that Jack Black went um plant-based or vegan yeah. recently and he said he did it for the environment i didn't read the whole article yet but that's i was just shocked to see that headline yeah yeah i saw that um saw a couple like celebrities recently um mark Wahlberg, i think or god who was it but yeah it's always cool to see these celebrities come out um oh, wasn't it robert downey jr too at one point whoa i don't remember like, that the past few months <laughs> I don't know, but uh, it, yeah, it's cool when like these celebrities pop up and like bring attention to it. Usually, it doesn't last very long because that's whatever. That's why you don't but, see me and Angie making videos about this like the day after because more often than not, right. they're gonna disappoint. Then people say, "Why'd you make that video about them?" It's like, "Hey, I'm not their master. I was just reporting what's going on." Yeah. But I've just learned. It's just, I'll, I'll acknowledge it like in the live streams, but maybe I'm, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm not gonna make a video about it. But then you do have some genuine you know people like joaquin phoenix oh yeah like killing mm -hmm. it. yeah he's been vegan longer than we have i think yeah. right yeah 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 <laughs> yeah crazy love that guy yeah yeah he seems like a really cool dude yeah like after he won his oscar tucks on or was it the um the um other one here in la um the golden globe anyway after he won one of his awards tucks yeah. on, goes down to the sunday night um group that meets in front of the farmer john slaughterhouse in south la here and 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 hangs out with them to protest that whole operation there that you know, so, so right that much respect yeah. to him and that speech yeah. he gave at the oscars that the whole world needed to hear Man. yes yes mm -hmm. yeah yeah isn't that awesome like how like att much attention he brought to the this was national television. This wasn't just like a little thing. Like the whole world was watching. Television. And it yeah, was all yeah. about the animals. Not him. No ego. He wanted to focus the attention on the plight of animals. So right. yeah, much kudos. Yeah, I have, I have, I have yeah, yeah, highest regards for Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, he's legit. I'll make a video about him. Yeah, yeah I know he's not going to like yeah. make a video next week how he's no longer vegan. <laughs> Oh, for sure. And like you said, like his whole like suit too, it wasn't made out of silk or wool or whatever it usually is made out of. It was like a 
think Stella McCartney was making it. I think she's the daughter of Paul McCartney. Oh, wow. And she made that suit for him. She's like, she's a big um, clothing designer. So I think that was rad. Like, he's like, he's 100% vegan, this guy. Yeah. Like, he's not just like, you know, doing it for attention or anything. And like, he's doing it for what it really I mean, is. It's passion. If you're going to the, um, you know, the, 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 um, the slaughterhouse protest after you win your award, you know, you're, you're hardcore, you know? Oh, definitely, man. Yeah. Yeah. So genuine, too. Like, very. Very genuine guy. Okay, Middle Earthling adds. Hey, I forgot the whole Jack Black story. Middle Earthling adds that he only stopped eating beef. So yeah, so I haven't you know researched it too much. Just that alone probably is, yeah. is shocking for most people. That Jack Black really? Wow, it doesn't seem like the kind of right. guy that would give up beef. <laughs> right, right. I wouldn't have guessed it, but amazing. Yeah, hope <laughs> hope he keeps going. Here's a question for you, Tino. Ugly Bob wants to know if you can recommend any foods slash vitamins that help with dry skin. Vegan, of course man uh to help with dry skin i wish i was an expert at this um, i really don't know but i would yeah i would say uh you know uh silica i think it's silica um things that are found in like the skins of like like let's say for example like apple skins i've heard are really good for your skin because they have silica and that i don't really understand it fully again but that really helps, like, you know, with the health of your skin. But just, like, it's more of, like, avoiding, like, the wrong stuff, in my opinion. Like, like when you're talking about, like, acne and stuff like that, a lot of that is caused by dairy and lots of processed food and lots of, like, oils and stuff like that, like refined oils. So it's really good to just avoid that stuff. And typically skin clears. But, um, you know, it, de it, de it depends, like, if it's, like, even dye-related, it might be. I think it's something more of a dermatologist would would probably have to look at. But um, I have heard of diet, you know, curing or helping a lot with um, skin issues. And, so and Tracy, sorry, I don't have an answer. Tracy, but. our moderator, brings up some good advice too. In case you haven't thought of this, yes, yeah, she suggests hydrate for dry skin. Drink enough water that might help. Yeah, so yeah. start there. That's a good place to start for sure. Good advice. Yeah. Any advice yeah. on how to give up candy slash junk food? <laughs> well it depends you could go both ways you could uh go cold tofurkey <laughs> you could uh just cut it out completely or um you can take baby steps although I, I don't like the baby steps mentality or approach rather it's very difficult like imagine if it was like cigarettes or alcohol like really really hard to wean yourself off of that like little by little uh, unless you're like really you know, hooked on the stuff like we talked before. But anyway, what I would say is uh, find out, like, kind of think about it. Why are you eating candy? Is it because of the sweetness? Cool. No worries. See if you can replace, replace it with, like, really sweet fruit, like grapes, for example, or, like, kiwis or really ripe oranges. Uh, or, like, you say junk food, like, I'm thinking, like, potato chips, right? The saltiness. Well, see if you can avoid that fried fatty food and eat something else that might also be salty like i don't know like maybe olives or you what you could do honestly is you could bake your own like tortillas like with no oil and you could just break them up and like dip them in guacamole or dip them in like a hummus so that's just some thoughts there you know what would you say about some people who might argue that 
a vegan diet is inherently nutritionally deficient, that we are all malnourished, yet despite the fact I've been doing this for almost 10 years now, and I've been putting my blood tests up pretty much on a yearly basis since I started our YouTube channel in 2013 for all to see, and by all measures, every physician, every doctor I've shown them to, especially for a man of my age, 52, and guys my age are typically on a bunch of pharmaceutical medications, I'm on absolutely none, and you've put your blood test results up too, you studied nutrition in college, what do you say to that claim, that unsupported claim that vegans are inherently like malnourished or deficient or something like that? I mean, it's the same BS that I heard from my professors. And if it wasn't for like my open-mindedness, I probably would have listened to them and been just like any of the other students in there. If vegan, if a vegan, if a whole food plant-based diet is terrible for you, why is it reversing the number one killer out there? It's the only diet that can do it. We've seen no other you know? diet, not even vegetarian, let alone some kind of like paleo or anything like that, that actually reverses heart disease. Reverses. That's a huge mm -hmm. thing. The number one killer of people. Right. How about, so how about deficiencies wise? We know it's good for reversing the top diseases and causes of death how about nutritional deficiencies because some will say it's inherently deficient and we're all deteriorating or degenerating what do you think of those people's arguments i mean the the diet is complete all right um basically you need vitamin d that you can't get from the food arguably you can't get it through certain foods but i would recommend getting it through the sun it's how we're really designed you know to be is we're supposed to get it from sunshine that sunlight hits our bodies and our bodies create vitamin d i put my vitamin um, d's on all my blood tests so go check them out guys yeah and, and you can supplement with vitamin d too i asked um dr gregor about some of these questions because they're very common and totally normal that you have these questions i asked him what about people that live in places where they can't get enough sunlight so he's like yeah you know um i would recommend going for a vitamin D supplement. So that's like a non-vegan dietary issue. I, I know now, many non-vegans personally, especially those who live in northern latitudes who take vitamin D supplements. Yeah, yeah, no worries there. Uh, vitamin B12, that's typically the most, the, the nutrient that's brought up the most is like being claimed that vegans are deficient in, but there's, there's no like study out there saying a vegan diet will cause you to be vitamin B12 deficient. So vitamin B12 is a big issue, especially for people, you know, over the age of 50. Like, you know, it's recommended everyone supplement vitamin B12. So it's not just a vegan thing. And even when you look at vegans, I mean, I, I do supplement and I like to be mindful of my B12. But there are many years where I didn't supplement vitamin B12. And yes, it does take a long time for vitamin B12 a deficiency to show up. But you think about it, where does vitamin B12 come from? So if you claim that it comes from meat, fine. How does um, that animal that bears the meat produce vitamin B12? And they're animals just like us, right? Like, for example, cows where, you know, lots of humans eat lots of cows they're a vegan animal eating grass or grain you know depending on where that animal is grown that's a vegan diet that's a vegan animal so they're getting it from the ground they're getting that bacteria in and and that's getting inside their bodies and the body is able to produce b12 from 
uh, Kabbalaman. Um, so what I would say is think about this. I mean, all of our, you know, our society has changed so much over the last like hundred years. Like we're not in touch with that nature aspect. All of our food is like processed. It's, it's washed. It's, you know, it wouldn't have B12 on there as it naturally would. And to be honest with you, some of those animals that are grown for meat are also vitamin B12 deficient, which is why they have vitamin B12 supplements for farm animals. So why go through the middleman of eating a dead animal that's taking a supplement when all you have to do is take a supplement? I mean, it's recommended that most people take a vitamin B12 supplement regardless of if they're vegan or not. There's so many issues. There's intrinsic factor, which can affect absorption. That differs from person to person age, like you said, over the age of 50, and I qualify for that. So regardless of my diet, it, this, the, the best science out there says I should be taking one anyway. So people just should take a B12 supplement for all the reasons we've talked about. You said we the food's different. It's you know we wash it and all this stuff. So I don't, that's not an argument against vegans being deficient. It's a description of modern food production and how it affects right. people's B12. And it's and it's safe too. Yeah, nothing's going to happen to you if you take a vitamin B12 supplement. <laughs> so um, yeah, I don't know if. if I think we've touched on pretty much everything. I mean, B12 is the biggest. How about let's, vitamin let's, let's flip it. Let's say you're not a vegan. Let's say you're eating exclusively meat. It seems like there would be even more deficiencies, vitamin, mineral, um, nutrition, nutritional deficiencies from that. Let's like like say, how about, I thought I've read that, um, I, know, I know I've read that approximately 90% of the United States population is deficient in potassium deficient in fiber and then once you get meat out of the way i'm sure a whole bunch i mean only eat only meat only like vitamin c for instance i mean just right off the top of my head three right there that's more than we can yeah. even think of for veganism and those two we talked about vitamin d and b12 aren't even vegan specific issues right 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 exactly yep all of those even uh carbohydrates i mean that's technically a nutrient too yeah. and it energizes you it keeps you going and Yes, there is glycogen in that meat, but I mean, if if you're cooking it, which I, if you are going to eat 100% a meat-based diet, I hope you're cooking it. Uh, not. You know, you're gonna. Yeah, yeah. It's just crazy, man. Um, yeah, there's there's way more harmful effects when you look at the two extremes, right? And and we're not omnivores. Like we do better eating just plants. Um, it's yeah it's ridiculous <laughs> i i seriously can't believe like people will argue and like actually eat a carnivore diet like what's that guy's name um, let's not even mention any of these dudes names right now yeah yeah, yeah. forget it but like <laughs> people know who i'm talking about it's it's, it's nuts so i pose yeah. to you if any of you guys are still out here trying to troll in the comments let's see your blood tests like i told you i'm probably older than most of you dudes that are like you know thinking that vegans are deficient i'm 52 i'm stronger than i've ever been before i've learned to slam dunk at age 51 i mean uh, the blood tests are there for all to see so if i if the diet were somehow nutritionally deficient after nine and a half years now really bad things should be happening to me rather than good things so, um, again, let's see your guys' blood test. I have mine up there. I'm not, I'm not putting them up there with the bread. Yeah. I'm just doing it out of transparency. You know, not all my blood and tests have been always perfect, everything within range. I put it up there for all to see. 
Yeah, for sure. And like, you're not in this alone either. I mean, there's a lot of healthcare professionals that will work with you to make sure that you do well. Like you don't have to just go all in blindly, like just by yourself. If you don't know what you're doing, like there's people that could help. And I think that goes back to like, when we were talking about some of those YouTubers falling off the vegan bandwagon, it's like, well, what did you do to, to help it? I mean, did you just like they fasted by yourself they, like they, yeah they water fasted fat. for 35 days to help it <laughs> they 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 try to like correct a health issue by themselves but they're not a health care professional i've noticed they didn't, these people uh, in in common that we we're talking about earlier that quit vegan youtube last year had a, a a strong mistrust of health the health professions and avoidance of doctors um right. antibiotics which were prescribed in some cases to you know not to so be so terrible yeah 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 it's so terrible that mentality it's it's harmful it's irresponsible like i don't know shit about working on my car man <laughs> like i would never like do anything to my Me car too. and if if there was something wrong on my car i would like rush it to the mechanic um i wouldn't try to like fix it myself or watch some youtube videos and then uh, attempt to fix it and then it's like not running properly no i would like contact my my mechanic and be like something's wrong with my car i need your expertise help me put your car on a fast not uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah my car's not going to do too well on a fast same with our bodies so don't starve cool so any more <laughs> questions here for for me or tina i see people enjoying this some people just t tuned in i'll leave this video up so all can watch it if you tuned in late um any thoughts i see questions about this sometimes about like a middle earthlings asking about iodine or dha any thoughts about either of those yeah i mean you could um iodine you could do like uh seaweed seaweed's pretty good mm -hmm. um make sushi man like who doesn't love sushi so you, you can get it in that way uh dha you could um you're you're like if you eat flax seeds for example or omega-3s which have um the plant-based form of uh of omega-3s which is i think it's epa i haven't like focused on or ala your body will convert that to dha or you could take a dha supplement if you really are worried about it and um gosh i forget where that comes from but it's a um it's a type of oil uh gosh i forget like what food that comes from or actually i think it's some sort of um like kelp type thing but anyhow there are vegan uh dha supplements out there if if you really want to dive into that but um well speaking of iodine you know, um their follow-up yeah. question is getting iodine from a supplement different from getting it from iodized salt would you know that one if you don't know yeah just let them know yeah yeah i, I don't know um but i would imagine because it's an inorganic form right because it's attached to salt as opposed to like just being in a natural food that it will it's like saying um you know scraping like iron from an iron cast uh pan it's way different than eating beans or or spinach or something with iron in it so i would imagine that that would react differently in your body let's see raven asked about duckweed which we've talked about i don't remember that being a source of iodine i could be wrong there's so many cool things in there that one just could have skipped my my memory there but um yeah. let's see um oh it comes from algae oil that's what it was not kelp i don't know why i was thinking kelp okay thank you all right 
Yes, Izzy, Izzy, you did hear sushi, but we're talking about vegan sushi. <laughs> Duh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Um, any other questions here? You, yeah, um, a B12 or vitamin D supplement that you're into, Tino? Hmm. Um, the um, my kind organics makes a good vitamin b12 i really like the supplement spray right the sublingual spray yeah Yeah, okay yeah you just spray it underneath (laughs) your tongue or something um most of their supplements they seem like really clean like nothing like crazy or you know Uh extra in there it's just like exactly what you need um and they make pretty much every type of um nutrient supplement so i take their b12 and i just spray it underneath and that's it yeah, that's what so I was doing for years too, as far as supplements go. And I, I only started doing that like um, five years into being vegan. Like you know, it's like you. Like, yeah, everything was cool with my blood test, but I figured that yeah, there's no harm in doing it. I got that argument from Dr. Gregor, so why not? And my my B12 <laughs> levels essentially like doubled over the years right. since then. <laughs> just uh, just get your blood work done like at least once a year is what I recommend to people mm-hmm. just to make sure everything is working well. Just like you would take your car for like you know a checkup at least once a year. I would I would think yeah, and, and, and try uh, to get your vitamins uh, B12 and D tested. Those are not part of a standard blood test. So I tell your doctor yeah. that you're vegan <laughs> and they'll probably yes, oh yes, yes you really should test those. Okay, so right. that's the key word I'll there. <laughs> Almost every time that I go to my doctor, I'm like, you know, I'm I'm like really worried about this vegan thing. Like, do you think we could have this checked? Yeah, they and, will. Uh-huh. Yeah, so just ask for just, it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the good. That's the way to ensure you'll get those tests. Some, some tests don't have iron automatically too. So ask for that again. Say if, if not to say you're vegan, okay. you want to make sure you're not anemic. <laughs> yeah, they'll typically have like hemoglobin on there, but it. It's not like exactly, you know, how your iron reflects. And I'm again, I'm not a biochemist. I'm not a medical doctor. It's just what I've heard. So any more questions for Tino? I know it's later out there. You're three hours ahead on the East Coast and you are still employed right now, fortunately. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we can't keep uh, fortunately, Tino all night. But I got to... I got to get up at like 5.30 in the morning and it's 11 Holy o'clock. Moses. Almost 11. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, any yeah. last questions <laughs> for Tino? I didn't realize you had to get up that early. Okay. Oh, no, no worries. I'm always game for like stuff like this. So no worries. Happy to do it. Favorite vegetable? Uh, <laughs> my favorite vegetable? Yeah, probably, uh, probably Brussels sprouts. God, I love mm. them. I love cutting them in half, like putting whatever spice on top. I was really into like the Trader Joe's like sesame seed stuff. Like, you know what I'm talking yeah. about? It's like, it was like sesame seeds and black pepper. I would put that on them, just bake them. And man, I could eat that all day long. Or Brussels sprouts, I love them too. And one reason why I love them is because uh, a lot of people get pissed off that I don't eat onions and garlic. They'll say yeah, garlic has this, I forgot this compound that fights cancer, blah, blah, blah. And it turns uh-huh. out that Brussels sprouts have even more of that. And, and the thing is you can eat a bunch of Brussels sprouts, but how much garlic can you really eat? You know what I'm saying? So oh, if you're yeah, really concerned yeah. about food protecting you from cancer, eat Brussels sprouts. <laughs> oh yeah, amazing for you, and they taste so good too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like to put like them in our kitchen if you have our book, Keep It Car Baby. That's one of the optional ingredients instead of like putting in cauliflower. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Izzy, yeah, so Izzy, good. thanks you for staying up with us too. And let's see. Um, let's see. Any any more questions for Tino before we send him off to 
to sleep so he can stay employed. <laughs> sleep plan. I guess let's let's just cut off here, Tino. Let's just do it. Um, okay. Okay. <laughs> We've been on almost two hours now, so I, I really think I, I was intending to keep it a little shorter than this, but we just had such a fun discussion, and no. I kind of knew we would because we haven't really talked in quite a long time, and yeah. we've had so much, we've shared so much over the years. So I knew it was going to be a lot of uh, catching up to do, and just you know, you know, just letting the discussion flow naturally, and I wasn't wrong. Oh, I, I knew this would go really well, so I'm happy to do it uh, again. But um, yeah, it's always good chatting with you, man. And I know, like back in the day, we had that. Uh, the vegan outcast thing going oh, and like that. everyone yeah, is little, like, like what we're yeah, doing yeah. right now sort of yeah right, right. <laughs> so people know in case they don't know who Bananiac is like how can they follow I think I put a link in the show description for this video to, to his YouTube channel but anything else you want to say um yeah I mean I'm at Bananiac literally everywhere Instagram um, Facebook YouTube of course um, and I just post like Recently, I've been focusing on lots of podcasts, so I interview like people from all walks of life. Like I recently had um, Dati Bausch, the cyclist, the oh, yeah. um, the Olympic mm -hmm. uh, silver medalist from Game Changers. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've been. She's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I've had um, some of my favorite artists, like uh, you know, people from A Day to Remember, Amber Lynn, Story of the Year. Um, a bunch of doctors that you've seen in documentaries and maybe some other people that you've never heard of before. And just to have open discussions about veganism, about stuff about their lifestyle, things that inspire them, and just uh, focusing on really positivity. And uh, tomorrow I'm posting a vlog, so if you guys are watching this live, you can go my channel tomorrow around um, noon Eastern, and you can see what I'm up to on a typical rona day <laughs> so uh yeah yeah connect and uh yeah happy happy to uh, meet everyone okay, so click the link down in the show notes follow tino on youtube ig i don't have the link for that but you'll be able to just yeah he's bananiac everywhere as he said that's cool having that name no one's like you know you don't have to compete with anyone for that that's cool oh yeah 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 <laughs> Goofy name, I know. <laughs> so I, want, I want to thank our, all our moderators for doing a fine job. I've seen you guys just going through and dealing with people the whole time, so I could focus on Tino and the discussion. So thanks so much, Race Lover and Tracy. And I'm glad to see, Tracy, you finally found your oats. I know you're getting worried there that you couldn't get oats. A lot of us are having trouble finding some of our favorite plant-based foods right now. Huh? Who's eating all our food? Huh? What's going on? And I want to thank everyone in the discussion for having great questions for us. And I've seen the commentary, the discussions going on amongst you guys in the chat there too so a lot of cool community going on here so um sunday i have uh, i already i usually have guests lined up so soon but i have um you guys might know dr avi he's um he, he's a, a known personality on youtube you see him sometimes on ask yourself's channel um on, i follow him on on social media like instagram and we're going to be talking about the coronavirus covid19 and some of the facts some of the information some of the misinformation we're going to get it from a doctor and and see what you know just follow along that's going to be this sunday evening um pacific standard time at 5 p.m so mark your calendars for that that should be an interesting discussion so if you have questions about covid19 
get ready to ask a doctor here on Sunday. All right, so I'm going to let you guys go and um, do what you guys are going to do. I know I'm going to go eat some um, some big like carb-rich stew. we got sweet potatoes and other squashes in there that Angie's been making, so I'm really ready to hit that up, guys. So <laughs> going to keep it carb. Yeah. All right, so thanks, everyone. Much love, and we'll be seeing you guys soon. All right, bye, guys.